Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Great weather for Bush and his Hadrian's Wall walk that he's uh, on. He's off this week, uh, which is a shame uh, because he's missing us showing love to his favourite decade, the 90s, as we look for the best decade. Absolute Radio's best decade. The 90s. We have a station for every decade from the 60s right through to now that you can listen to on your smart speaker or via the Absolute Radio app. But which decade was the best? You can vote at absoluteradio.co.uk or ask your Amazon smart speaker to open best decade. This week, the spotlight on the 90s. Surely another of the favourites to win the whole thing. It's got so much going for it. The music, the sport... The fashion. What 90s fashion would you love to see coming back? Do you remember those Velcro wallets that would be on a chain that was looped onto your belt? I'd love for them to come back. Someone who doesn't know where his... Whether his wallet's in the car or his bag or his coat or on the side or in the kitchen at any one time, I would love for my wallet to be attached to my belt. Bring back the wallet on a chain from the 90s, please. Uh, what 90s fashion would you like to come back? Paul says, I had one of them. I still have, though, my flame shirt. Doubt it would still fit me. Uh, the question was, Paul, is that what you want to see get, see come back? I guess if you still got it, I'm suggesting that you're still wearing it. Uh, Paul Buxton, different Paul, ripped jeans, T-shirts, underbutton shirts. Uh, wearing those now, considered a crime by the fashion police. The good people at Go Internet saying, general consensus in our office is the naf-naf jackets. Remember those? Definitely. Uh, Amy in Stoke, showing a lot of love for my chain and wallet, says, I love mine, had a huge collection of ridiculous chains, even a bicycle chain. I was a skater girl, late 90s, new metal kid, fell on my chains numerous times. Bruises are plenty up my legs. Mum would go mad, but I never lost my keys and wallet. They need to come back. It's a great idea. Uh, Baz... What's coming back? What do you want to see? 90s fashion. Uh, the Umbro manager's jacket, the old two-tone type. <laughs> now, Baz, clarify what this is for. Uh, are you in some kind of football management that I haven't quite picked up on? Or are you wanting this uh, just for your recreational wear? No, it just seemed like back in the day when we was at school, everybody seemed to wear it. Um, yeah, it was just a must in the playground, I think. <laughs> These are the ones with sort of like the drawstring bit as well. Yeah, so it was like pulled in at the waist um, and then you had the bit down the sleeve, which was a, yeah. What colours did you have, Baz? So I had, it was mainly a sort of navy blue with a green trim. (laughs) Who'd have thought that a manager's jacket, the kind of thing that your Ron Atkinson's wearing on the the side of the pitch back in the 90s, would have become fashion? Uh, Baz, we'll try and have it back. Yes, definitely. Curtain's hair, says Chris. You listening carefully? Hair is curtains. I did say what you want to bring back. I had that for a little bit. Pictures that I don't fondly look back on. Uh, Luke says, frosted tip dye jobs. Nothing said you were the cool kids like frosted tips. And the jamster, I love this. Remember Grosch bottle tops on your laces of your trainers? Look cool. Just don't kick anything. We're showing love to the 90s this week as we search for the best decade, but what 90s fashion would you love to bring back, Stephen? What are you suggesting? Oh, it's the old shell suits, the shiny tracksuit bottoms and tops, the bright blues, the bright whites. <laughs> the insides that make your legs sweat. 
Yeah, yeah, they were hot. Uh, the static, the hair that stood up, uh, the you risk of going into a petrol station cold. wearing them. Yeah, it rips it. A little burn on it, that's it. It's gone, it's ruined. Shell suits were the kind of thing that I would wear down youth club and that kind of thing. And you'd be playing football, getting so red in the face inside that hall and all that kind of stuff. But you would get a burn if you landed on the floor in a shell suit. Fool, mate. Having a jacket tied round your waist and your waist would be roasting, sweating. Why <laughs> <laughs> never did shell suit shorts? Oh, Stephen, you and I could uh, go into the Dragon's Den and bring these back ourselves. What a great idea. Shell shorts. <laughs> Short shell shorts. <laughs> Cheers, Stephen. Great idea. Take care. Take care, brother. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Over the weekend, I'm sorry to say that the shoe ban in our house has been extended. I'm used to not wearing shoes in the lounge since the new carpet went down. I'm fine with that got some good slippers i'm all sorted but then on friday afternoon i get back from work my wife has got the carpets professionally cleaned the stairs the landing the bedrooms all professionally cleaned the house still smells of clean carpets there's still like patterns from where they went over them with their machine i've seen the pictures of the water that came out after they did it proper grim. However, the trade-off of all of this is that shoes are now not allowed anywhere upstairs in the house. They have been banned, not even on the staircase. It got to the ridiculous sight this morning of me having remembered something last minute as I was leaving, having to go back upstairs on my knees because I couldn't be bothered to take my shoes off. Have you tried that? Have you tried coming downstairs, backwards, on your knees? It's really hard, trust me. All because of the new shoe ban in my own house. Is there something that you are banned from, critically here, in your own house? What is it that you can't do, otherwise you have to face the consequences? I want to hear about it. Some of the early things that are coming through, some of you are savages, we'll get into some of those. Uh, Kitty says, ironing. I do it left-handed, which looks weird to a right-handed person. My husband thinks I'm terrible at it, which I'm more than okay with. So, Kitty, that implies that if your husband is banning you from ironing, he's picking up the ironing, which must be a good thing, right? That's a good ban. Charlie says, snacks in beds. I'm fine with that. that that's a good ban. Snacks, no place in bed for that. Uh, I love this. In my old house with a previous partner, everyone was banned from walking across the living room rug, which in a small room was a real pain. We later parted ways and I still had the rug. I then sold the house and moved elsewhere. But before I left, I put the rug on the driveway, ran and jumped all over it and drove the car over it. Felt very liberating, says Anonymous. Uh, Vicky, what have you been banned from doing in your own home? Um, banned from having any food or drink in our son's bedroom. How old is yeah. your son? One. He's allowed food and drink in there, but I've spilt things in all over the house and ruined carpets in our bedroom and got makeup in places so he's allowed that I'm not <laughs> I would have thought that a one-year-old is going to spill more than a I don't want to guess your age Vicky but I would have thought a one-year-old spilling more you would think that 
but I can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Who's placed the band? Is this a band that you have placed yourself on yourself? Uh, no, my husband placed it on me. <laughs> and are you protesting or is it fair? No, it's fair. It's <laughs> very honest. That's a good relationship, Vicky. Take care. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Uh, Emma says, 90s fashion for me was all about sticky up tongues on your high tops and shell suits, neither of which I would want to bring back. Thank you for your honesty. Uh, my wife threatens me if I put the tea bag in the sink instead of the bin, which is beside the sink, uh, says G in Belfast. His grim tea bags in the sink. Kind of with you on that one. Uh, Andrea, what are you banned from doing? In my own home, I am not allowed to burn scented candles because they put greasy marks on the ceiling, which my husband gets infuriated about when he has to decorate. <laughs> in my <your> own home! <laughs> now, you've answered my own question there because I would have thought scented candles, that's a nice thing to have done. Some of the things that people are saying they're, they're being banned over uh, are quite antisocial, but burning scented candles they they must really get on your husband's wick they do get on his wick big time <laughs> <laughs> so i am um, i have them i do have them with lids on they never get lit they look lovely as decorative pieces but burn them or take my life in my hands <laughs> so all the decorating that you're saying he's doing has he previously had to redecorate the house just to paint over your greasy smudges not he hasn't had to redecorate because of them but when he does decorate he twists honestly he'll twist on 21 about these black greasy marks these are your candles and he just goes on like, like a lunatic I've never met your husband but I think that sounds like a very good impression <laughs> good to talk to you Andrea thanks for sharing Thank you. Got to speak to Dom, uh, who's uh, hanging on. Uh, Dom, what have you been banned from doing? Oh, uh, building Lego on the kitchen table. Oh, I've Dom! Dom, yeah, this is this this is one that goes right to the hearts. This is horrible. Uh, well, I took a little bit longer to build a, a Lego model, and now I'm bent over the table in the living room, crouched over, trying to finish it off. Dom, what was the model? It's a, a Volvo, what we call in the trade, a Volvo rubber duck grab excavator. It's an old model, Lego model. Dare we ask who placed the ban? The wife. <laughs> How what, Was it one that you protested much about or have things gone frosty? Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've really protested against it. And <laughs> do you know what? To be honest with you, even I'm even speaking to me solicitors at the moment. <laughs> it's, it's not on. It's not on. <laughs> Dom, I'm going, um, I'm going for personal injury. I'm going for personal back injury because I'm now crouched over trying to finish it off. It is stories like this that has meant that I've really struggled to get my Hornby collection going. Oh well, mine's still in the loft if it makes you feel any better because I can't even get it out. <laughs> Dom, I feel for you. Take care, fella. And you, mate. Stay Thank strong. You. Thank you. You guys come in with the most ingenious suggestion. I love this text. 8.12.15 to get in touch with the show. Why don't you use spare cuttings of carpet that are left and take them to your feet? This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. All this week, giving you the chance to win £1,000 thanks to The Bad Guys, which is the uh, new comedy from DreamWorks Animation. Bad Guys is a film that sees a crackerjack criminal crew of animal outlaws attempt their most challenging con yet to become model citizens. Uh, we have been asking you 
to head to absoluteradio.co.uk and tell us your bad guy stories. Uh, Some who have done that. You've got Reese, who's uh, dobbed his fiance in by saying, I dropped a box of donuts in my fiance's office for her and her colleagues. When I got home, the whole box was intact. She'd slid them straight into her bag so she could eat every single one to herself. Love that. I could do that. Uh, Ruth, who moaned about her partner, uh, an electrician, constantly leaves fuses and cable parts in his pocket. Couple got stuck within the electrics of the washing machine and caused it to go bang. But the worst thing was, he refused to repair it, saying it was my fault for not checking the pockets. Uh, He's a bad guy. Uh, Let's catch up with uh, Amanda and find out about hers. Uh, Where are you, Amanda? I'm in Bournemouth. Oh, I know it well. Lived there for many years. I bet it's gorgeous down there today. Yeah, lovely and sunny. Hey, Amanda, tell us about your uh, your bad guy then. Who is your bad guy? My bad guy is my partner, Ashley. He might be lovely and a lot of fun, but he's one half for liability on a night out. <laughs> when, he's had a few, when he's had a few too many beers, he struggles to find his way home or forgets his key. Uh, found him asleep underneath his dad's van in the porch in the alley by our house and once he even slept in a lift in pool because he didn't know how to get home <laughs> when you say he's a bit of he's a bit of a liability on a night out are you saying he's a bit of a liability on a night out when you are not there basically yeah we've got <laughs> to the point where we now have find my friend's tracker on his phone so if he ever is not home for any reason I can find out where he's gone to sleep or where he's crashed for the night <laughs> I, th- I feel like I need to launch the case for the defence for this fella here in the particular one of these if if one day he got back and you found him asleep in the alley by your house he has in effect made it home yes technically but not quite as far as the front door <laughs> yeah but it's all and everything's relative isn't it depends how far he's come from if he's if he's come from a good few miles to get to the alleyway is still progress i can't defend falling asleep in a lift in pool town center where the taxi rank or the train station was to get back. <laughs> so if I choose to award you the £1,000, would you be would you be moved to share it with him? He is your partner after all. Oh, 100% I'd be sharing it with him. We're getting married in July, so it would go towards that. You're marrying your bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amanda, you guys have got £1,000. <gasps> really? Oh, yes. my God, thank you so much. <laughs> well, I, I think you deserve it. I think he deserves it as well to try and maybe that's the incentive to change his ways. Thank you so much. Loads of messages over the weekend, emails to hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, of you guys uh, enjoying, whether it was on the podcast or on the show last week, young Max. Uh, Max was this star that we spoke to on the show uh, who had raised nearly £600,000 for uh, a hospice, local hospice uh, in Devon, where he lives uh, for a friend. And he's been doing that uh, by living outside in a tent for two years. Uh, So we spoke to him on the show midweek. We loved him. We thought what he did was incredible. We wanted to give him some kind of reward because he deserved it. Tesco Mobile, our fantastic show sponsors, heard this as well. They thought, yeah, we'll help you reward him. So we did. And we rung him back up on the show. And this is what happened when we gave Max a little surprise. Asked him, first of all, what it was like to raise all that money. Uh, The best thing about what I've been doing is probably knowing that I'm helping other people 
and that all the money I'm raising is going to such a good cause. It's going to an amazing cause. And when you started this whole thing, Max, you set yourself a goal money-wise that is... You've absolutely smashed it. You can't have imagined that you'd have raised this amount of money. I only ever set off to raise about £100, and I think it's spiralled over time, and... I think I'm just thankful for everyone that's donated and they've all done such a helpful job. And what's it been like being out in the garden each and every evening? There must be, because, you know, sometimes I hear, like, foxes fighting and stuff out the back of our house. So you must hear some crazy wildlife out there. You do get to hear some crazy wildlife, but um, unfortunately it's either always too cold or too warm. There's never the nice little... That's camping. That's camping in a nutshell, isn't it? That's just camping. It is. It's nearly two years. Obviously, you've got your big camp out coming up as well that's going to raise uh, money for plenty of other charities as you get all other kids to join in. Um, Have you missed your bedroom, Max? It's nearly been two years. Uh, Yeah, I think it's been a long time now. I've um, had ups, I've had downs, and I think that it has been a fun journey. I think one of the determinations and one of the things that kind of kept me on going was to kind of get out of the house away from my parents. I, think <laughs> I just wanted to get away as far as I could and unfortunately the first place I could was the garden. Fantastic. I think we can all kind of agree with that. So it is. Well, Max, listen, we think you are an absolute superstar. You've given us so much of your time for some really important charities. Uh, and we're not the only ones who think you're amazing. Our friends at Tesco Mobile have heard all about your fundraising and they've been blown away by your efforts as well, which is why uh, they have come up for a special gift for you. The Home Time team and Tesco Mobile, Max, we would love to send you... On on your dream trip. Uh, We know that you've had to cancel your family holiday this year, uh, so we've organised for yourself and your mum and your dad to leave the tent and go to Disneyland Paris. How does that sound? Oh, thank you so much. What about that? That's amazing. That's a bit different to being trapped in that tent in the evening, isn't it? I think it's going to be 100 times better. (laughs) Listen to this, Max. Tesco Mobile are going to get you from your tent in your back garden and going to get you all the way to Paris. We're going to put you up in a four-star hotel. Don't worry, you can still take your tent if you want to come there as well. (laughs) And you're going to get three days to explore the Disney parks and we're even going to give you £250 spending money for when you get there as well. What about that? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You are absolutely amazing. Well, no, Max, you're, you're the one that's amazing. Yes. Uh, so you deserve a little bit of a reward yourself for all the stuff that you've done for everybody else. So well done. Go and enjoy it. Thank you so much. That's so generous. Max, you deserve this. And make sure you send us loads of pictures at Absolute Radio when you get there. Thank you. The Daily Takeaway. Russian Richie's Daily Takeaway.